Welcome to Reforming Manhood, the podcast where we talk live from a Christian male perspective. My, my name's Mike no, I'm, I'm a, I am Trevor the Buzzard Coward. Um, I like to scratch my rear while <laughs> on the podcast. You can't see, so I can get away with it. Too sweet, too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Mike Watts, retarded no, 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 we don't use that word. It's 2924. <laughs> you can't use that word. You party fouled. You're going to get us kicked off for not a fun reason. <laughs> for, for those who don't know what's going on, you walked into a mess before you even turned on podcast. Yeah. He's all bitter today. Oh, am I? I don't know. Why, why are you in such a bad mood? I'm in a great mood. You're the one who wasted money watching Madam Web. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and confess to our listeners. Hold go on, ahead. Hold on. I'm Jamie Jack of all trades. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Yeah, go ahead, madam. Web fan, did you love it? <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't good, but it wasn't that bad. It wasn't as bad as they say. Mm. You're terrible. You're, you're encouraging <laughs> people to spend money on it. This, no, I'm not encouraging people to spend money on it. It's terrible. It's woke. It's not terrible. Is it woke? Uh, surprise, it's feminist for sure, but I wouldn't say. Oh, but that's not woke. Feminists no. aren't woke. You're saying feminists aren't woke. Can I tell you what I told? <laughs> can I tell you what I told Paul and Jefferson? Yeah, please. I said the biggest plot hole in the movie mm-hmm. is a single mom from the '90s that chose to keep her baby. Oh, ouch! <laughs> oh my god! Ouch! Now we're gonna get kicked off. Single mom in New York. We were, just, single mom in New we were York. just bragging this morning how we hadn't gotten kicked off yet. It's about time. It's about time. So that I mean that happened. Single mom in New York decided to keep her baby and fight for the health of her baby. Like that's a big deal. That is, and really, and really happen. shocker. For a feministic movie. Did you take my cup? No. I have two, dog. You have a problem. (laughs) Spurgeon speaks against this. I was at the tail end of one drink. No, no, no. And started the other. This one's empty. Look. Hold on. Hold on. You started that one before that one was done. I had to see if I made it right. I wasn't (laughs) starting it. I was testing it. And guess what? My ratios are... You're in excess. You don't even know. You're telling me I'm in excess? Oh, this is we get a fight before we get this thing going. <laughs> what a treat for no one. Anyways, <laughs> what you smoking, baby? What you smoking, baby? I actually have a treat. This is a leather rose by I forget who. Who's it by? I can't read that. Leather Rose, it's of the uh, Deadwood Tobacco Company. Deadwood Tobacco, dude. It's not even that small of letters. (laughs) They're thin. They're not that small. Read it without your glasses. Nothing. You can't even see dead leaves. Tobacco you company. can't even see leaves. You don't wear your glasses. <laughs> Give me a hard time. <laughs> Crap, son. Deadwood Cigar Society. Tobacco Company. <laughs> Delicious. They make a bunch of good ones. This is the Leather Rose. You're welcome, Dad. Yeah. You're, thank you. Thank you, son. <laughs> you, you, this was bought, bought, brought to us today and bought to me. By Trevor Cowan, and I thank you for it. It's delicious. It's for my uh, cigar membership or my uh, gym membership. It might be my new favorite cigar. Like oh, no wow. lie, it's got a sweet wrap to it. Leather Rose uh, is a name of a skull lady, I think. That's on the front. She looks like uh, you know the Dia de Muerta ladies. Mm, you know, from Candy School. Yeah, but uh, let me tell you, tasty Leather Rose is an app descriptor. Um, it's it, I think Leather Rose wrapped in candy. Is it sweet? It is a sweet, sweet wrap, leathery, kind of a rosy, Rose of Sharon, kind of a sweet wrap. It's good. It's good. I highly recommend. I'm only on the first third. So sweet. Well, 
I'm smoking a gift from uh, my good buddy, uh, Ronnie Mills, who mm. is also on the Facebooks. This is Gospel uh, Cowboy. Yep. I would uh, I would put this up against any Davidoff so far. Oh, Extremely snap. smooth. Biscuits and gravy. Yeah, it's called Sunday Gravy. Oh. And it's uh, by Por- Porcelino. Never heard of them, but it is super good. It's a light, uh, light cigar, medium. Yep. Did a little bit of graphic design work for him, so he sent me one as mm. payment, which I uh, wow. appreciate. And he also sent me uh, his uh, luscious beard oil that And he you're makes. always looking to do graphic design in payment for cigars, right? Oh, man. We'll work with cigars <laughs> any day. <laughs> any day. Uh, but I recommend it. Recommend it so far. It's really good. And also recommend uh, Ronnie's beard oil. Mm. If it's, you're interested in... That's uh, what I use. Keeping your beard luscious and smooth and silky. Look him up. DM him. And Vaquero. Uh, he'll get you some. Cowboy? Was it Vaquero? It was Vaquero something. Yeah, El Vaquero. Right. El Vaquero. That's El right. Vaquero. El Vaquero. Beer Look away. up Ronnie Mills on Facebook. He'll buy, he'll sell you some. Yep. Yeah. He's in, he's in our, uh, he's in our group. Yep. Four man group. Super Look tasty. DM him. <clears throat> and I'm smoking a Southern Draw Jacob's Ladder, my all time favorite cigar. I feel like you reviewed this one before. I don't like I have, it when you I'm, go back to the same old cigars. Hold all the time. on. Shut up. Because you review the same cigar like every week. So Really? What do I have this week? This is a new one. You're welcome. <laughs> but if you didn't have that one, it'd be a factory smoke sweet. <laughs> Probably a Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> I know you so well. That's what I got in the humidor until uh, I run out. And then it's something else. I, I I forgot to go to Specs this week. I forgot I smoked my last cigar from Specs, oh, so I forgot to go this week. So where'd you get that one from? I got this one while we were in Abilene. Oh, there's a leftover from the leaf. I still have three leftover cigars nice. from Abilene. Nice, nice. Oh, because that's the only place you can get Southern Draws. Yeah, there's or, one for Big Spring. You can get one Southern Draw here, but it's not the good ones. No, it's not the good. It's ones. fine. It's, it's fine. It's a. I mean, it's just mid. It's their mid cigar. Mid. It is Southern Draws mid cigar. As the kids say, which would still be better than a lot. Yeah, that's true. I'd probably choose a Gurkha over that though. So I'd, yeah. I do really? like it. if I'm if I'm going over with Southern a, Draw. If with that that brand of Southern Draw, or I'd do, I'd go a Gurkha. Huh. Yeah, go cool. for the same ten bucks. You know. Mm. Yeah. And I'm not getting a sweet. Yeah, it'd probably be a Gurkha. It's not my favorite Southern Southern Draw either. No. All right, all right, fellas. So let's get into it. The last chapter of the 1689, or as uh, TC who argues with you on the internet calls it, the LGBT. <laughs> no, that's not what it's called. What did he call it? The London Baptist Confession of Faith. The Second London Baptist Confession of Faith. But he just used the ac- acronyms, right? LBCF. How's that not what I said? You said LGBTQIA+. I did not say plus or any of those other letters. I said L. Did you see they're adding more letters to it? I saw that in Canada. What's his name? That's, Justin Trudeau? That, that guy's gay. Yeah. He added more letters. That guy's the worst. Anyway. Oh. All right. Last judgment. Last judgment. <laughs> Speaking of Trudeau. Speaking of Trudeau. <laughs> and the last judgment. That will happen, son. All right. Let's, uh, let's dive in. First paragraph. Chapter 32. 1689, The Last Judgment. God has appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by Jesus Christ, to whom all power and judgment is given by the Father. In that day, the apostate angels will be judged. So also, all people who have lived on the earth will appear before the judgment seat of Christ to give an account of their thoughts, words, and deeds and to receive a reckoning according to what they have done in the body, whether good or evil. All right, so evil. let's go back to 
let's call it 2013, 2014, Trev Cow and Mike Watt. All right, are you with me? Yeah, the year after high school. Mm-hmm. Let's I go didn't have facial senior, hair yet. Senior year of high school. I definitely didn't have facial hair yet. Your hair was on top of your head, not on your face. Uh, I, I may have had a Beatles haircut. Definitely had a Beatles haircut. You took a senior picture with a guitar. That I don't know how to play. <laughs> yeah. I remember all okay. of these things. All right, I'm checking you're out. We're, you're okay. tracking, right? Yeah. All right. Name off during that time, vacuuming the church at 3 a.m., whatever you're doing. Name five preachers you listen to uh steven furtick okay perry noble okay <laughs> this is a great list so far Keep mark driscoll okay matt chandler okay how many is that that's four one more um craig groeschel okay of those five how many of them or let's keep it nice and easy we'll lump them all together even though we would not lump all them together yeah um ever here during that time talk of the Last Judgment. Did I ever hear during that time? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, this is your hungry, you're your spending time listening to sermons. Your discernment's not that great, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Chandler did, and I'm sure Driscoll did at that time. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, I would bet Perry Noble probably did. I listened, I think, everything Perry Noble ever put out. Um, I was a super, super fanboy and never can i remember him talking about the last judgment hmm. i could be wrong um and and I'm, I'm sure we've got some somebody's trying to defend him right now um don't defend him don't defend him he's an adulteress <clears throat> wow and uh Furtick, same deal Tress. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's a girl now <laughs> no when but we insult them we insult them fully we insult them fully he uh got a divorce malakoy he was drunk <laughs> And didn't submit to church discipline, and then he remarried some chick that's like 20 years younger than him. Uh, I don't know if she's that much younger. But anyways. She's a lot younger. <clears throat> anyways, popular preaching back then, which I would say was during the heart of the young, restless, and reform movement, right? Yeah, I was definitely leaning more that way. And uh, and Last Judgment, not really spoken of all that much. Fair? N- memorably. How's that? Because you can't remember one, right? Mm-hmm. Not memorably. All right. I don't remember a... St- a specific sermon where the judgment was spoken of. You know where I heard of judgment? Two places. And it wasn't church. It was Christian Christian sources. Carm was Todd cons- Friel. and Todd Friel. Carm, it was actually it was Friel and uh, Comfort. They're the same ministry, Living Waters, right? At the time, there's you see Ray Comfort riding his bike with his dog, right? You remember the videos. Come on. And that then little tiny like shih tzu or something. It was like a poodle thing that would yeah. ride in the basket. First of all, he's a grown man with a basket. Second of all, <laughs> you have a poodle in it. Third, here's the gospel. What Boom. Is it? <laughs> what is it Ron Swanson says? Every dog under 50 pounds is a cat and cats are pointless. <laughs> <laughs> the only place I can remember from 2010 to 2000. 15, let's call it street, 17. I mean, street preachers. Street preachers, yeah. yeah. Um, and they were not talked highly of. Well, and I don't know that I'd say karma street preacher, but they they were apologetics. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, not spoken well of. Um, how about now? Let's let's fast forward now. Jamie, you're, you're listening to all kinds of podcasts now, listening to different teachers. Um, you're in that hungry stage Trevor was in back then. You hear a lot of The Last Judgment now? For the teachers I listen to? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who are you oh, listening yeah. to? Who are you listen to? I listen. Give me, give me three. All right. Uh, listen to R.C. Sproul. Okay. And uh, listen to um, 
Oh, gosh, what is it? Mostly Arsley Sproul. <laughs> um, mainly Ligonier teachers. Okay, Renewing so... Renewing your mind. You got you got Arsley so Sproul, you got Steve, Steve Lawson. Lawson, and uh, the Scottish guy, what's his name? Sinclair Ferguson. Sinclair, Sinclair Ferguson. Ferguson. Okay. Yeah. And and all three of them you're going to hear of of Last Judgment. That's yeah. going to be a that's going to be a regular. Maybe not in a gospel it, presentation. It's definitely but not avoided. It's not avoided. Yeah. Yeah, I think even even myself, I don't know that I speak of it, but it's definitely a motivation in my speaking. Does that make sense? Um I need to get better at bringing I mean, up Last Judgment. We definitely give warnings of Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Having to stand before Christ. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so this is this is making it clear that we should have this conviction of uh, conviction. The right word? Oh, that's later. That's three. Um, but but judgment day is coming. Um, and as it says here, to be judged by the Father by Christ. So uh, break break that down. How did how did what does that mean, Trevor? Um, God appointed a day in which He will. He will judge the world in righteousness by Jesus Christ. Well, I think first and foremost, I think we're going to have to stand for, sorry, not stand for, he's going to judge us according to his law mm-hmm. um, and uh, according to um, according to his, what his word says and um, in the areas where we fall short and where we've sinned. Um, those are, uh, how do I say this? Those would be judgments against us. Yeah. Would be. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think you're, you're fast-forwarding a little bit. Um, in, in this part where it's talking about by Jesus Christ, um, what did we do with Jesus? What did we do with the Jesus that we were revealed to us, right? So let's, yeah. people always bring up the poor guy in the middle of the Congo who never heard about Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Paul talked about this. The creation reveals itself to him. He too is without excuse. Mm-hmm. What did you do with that much of Jesus that was revealed to you? Um, and nobody you rejected him. You, yeah. you, you rejected the truth and chose lies Yeah, and chose to worship the created rather than the creator. That's what Romans one says. Yeah. Yeah. And so we will, we'll all be held account of what we did with Jesus, um, by the father, let me read it how it says it. We will be judged that God has pointed a day in which he will judge, the Father will judge the world in righteousness by Jesus. Jesus is the standard and the only way out because we choose, 10 out of 10 times, choose sin, right? Mm-hmm. What do we do with Jesus? Um, in that day, the apostate angels will be judged. Why, why do you think they included that? Well, that's who hell was created for to begin with. Mm, very good. Yeah. And they'll be held at account. What, uh, we talked a little bit about this at the contend conference that we didn't get talked, we didn't plug very well on here, but our little contend conference, we, uh, we talked about, uh, um, apostate teachers. Yeah, apostate teachers, apostate angels will be judged, um, on that day. I don't know where I was going. I got lost on the contend thing. I apologize. We <laughs> talked about, you know where I'm going? No, but <laughs> you said we talked about, uh, we talked about it on the, at the contend conference, you said apostate angels will be judged. We talked about it at the contend conference. Yep, that's what I said. I don't remember it. Being- <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, maybe I do have we a problem. Back to that one less drink. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, well, were you going to talk about demons? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, thank you. Let's talk about demons because we talked about this at the Contain Conference. Um, so, so right now, Trev, um, from a post-millennial view, yeah, why isn't Satan running wild? Because he's bound. Okay, the strong man's bound. So, so, so every time a a preacher says Satan, I bind you, he he binds him. He's, he's already been bound. Christ bound him. Made a public public display of him on the cross. So what is it then when someone says Satan I bind you? What do we call that? It's dumb. It's, I call it dumb. <laughs> well, it's praying to angels, right? Well, what they Why are you praying about, to Satan? Are they, is that what they're doing? <laughs> what they talked about in the conference is they're basically invoking him. Mm-hmm. They're, I'm they're be, calling on him yeah. to be there. Full disclosure. Go ahead. Second day of the conference was when he talked about demon. Oh, and you were busy. I was busy. You were working. <laughs> I was that filtering day. through questions, so yeah. I didn't get to hear yeah. most of the second day of the conference. But yeah, that's exactly what he said. Is you're you're in this prayer to Jesus, you then stop praying and talk to Satan or a demon or whatever. Yeah. Who does that? Why would you do that? You're praying to an angel or a fallen angel now. That's sin. You should not do that. So we don't and even Jude says uh he didn't uh Michael didn't dare rebuke Satan. Send the Lord rebuke you. Yeah, send Lord rebuke you. Talk to God about it. Don't talk to them. Why are you why are you getting distracted, you know? Yeah. Uh but yeah, I believe angels are demons are bound. Um we don't see from deceiving the nations. Yeah, yeah, they're, from they're, they're still about, right? Yeah. Um, I don't I don't believe that uh that every angel is tied up and bound and waiting on judgment. I I think there's I think there's I think God is keeping them from deceiving the nations. Yeah. Yeah, we don't see thousands of years of of demonic kings ruling the nations anymore. There's no Pharaoh no more. There's no Babylon no more. The worst we had was Hitler, and he had seven, eight years. You know what I mean? It's a very short amount of time. It's different by comparison. Um, but all of them, no matter what they did, will be judged by Jesus, by what you did with Jesus. You rebelled against the king of kings thinking you could do better judgment's coming that's right um and then it wraps up by saying so also people that have lived on earth will appear before judgment seat of christ to give account on their thoughts words and deeds to receive a reckoning according to what they have done in the body whether good or evil i don't like that word i don't want to receive a reckoning for my thoughts words and deeds mm. i don't want that like it's true i know some of your thoughts dude my thoughts are dark at most times i have a violent mind and this mind has been renewed by Jesus and still, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <clears throat> yeah, no, I don't want a reckoning for my thoughts, my words, or my deeds. Um, I'd, I'd rather just point to Jesus, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it's a good indicator for all of us, you know, have my thoughts been changed by Christ? Have my, have my words been changed by Christ? Have my deeds been changed by Christ? Mm. And if we're going to be judged by Christ, those are the, those are the key areas we're going to be judged by. Has Christ been in your words? Has Christ been in your thoughts? Has Christ been in your actions? Does he have complete control over those? I think even though I think even though Christ was perfectly obedient in our place. Yep. He's our righteousness yep. before God. Yep. It says it still says that, that we're gonna have to give an account. Yeah. And so those things are all gonna be brought before us. Yep. Essentially. Yeah, I don't think there's there's any skipping of this process. Yeah. Um in fact um, even though God, even though Christ has declared us righteous, yeah, I, I think we still have to give an account for these things. I think that's good. You know what I mean? Like, like I think, I think that's something that we need to think about as believers in killing sin. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, 
I don't want to have to point to his blood when I knew better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to point to the, it's going to, we're going to, there's going to be a reckoning of my thoughts, words, and deeds. Um, no skipping over. I don't believe. In fact, I think revelation talks about Jesus wiping every tear. I think this is the tears he's, he'll be wiping of mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I indulged in sin when I knew better, when I knew the cost of sin, right. I chose, I chose me. Um, yeah, he'll, mm-hmm. he'll wipe your tears away, not your browser history. Oh crap! <laughs> Dang. Jamie's gonna start a Twitter next week. Uh, <laughs> oh man, put that on the. I've, That's the next T-shirt. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> oh Jesus, wipe away your tears, not your browser history. <laughs> Holy smokes, fellas! That's words to live by. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, paragraph two. All right. God's purpose for appointing this day is to manifest the glory of his mercy and eternal salvation of the elect and of his justice and the eternal damnation of the reprobate who are wicked and disobedient. For at this time the righteous will go into everlasting life and receive fullness of joy and glory with everlasting reward in the presence of the Lord. But the wicked who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of Jesus Christ will be thrown into everlasting torment and punished with everlasting destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. So the only amendment that we've talked about, we've talked about a couple amendments when it comes to the 1689, and I think one right here is we would say you're not away from the presence of the Lord in hell. You're away from the presence of his love and fully present in his wrath. And that that part's made very, very clear in, in the everlasting over and over that it talks about everlasting torment, everlasting punishment, everlasting destruction. And so there's no lack of wrath of God in this passage, <laughs> in, yeah. in this paragraph, just clarity in that hell isn't the lack of a place where there is no God, mm-hmm. um, where his omniscience doesn't reach. It's a place where only his wrath reaches and his love is void. That's what makes it hell. Sounds, sounds great. <sighs> Super sounds, cheerful, right? Yeah. This is good Monday morning talk right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's dive into it. Twofold purpose of of the judgment uh, gives us two: one to manifest the glory of God in His mercy, and the, the second one is to manifest His glory in it in His judgment and eternal damnation of the reprobate. So, um, obviously, we're excited about A, right? <laughs> I'm pretty excited about A. Yeah, super excited about A, um, and don't want anyone I know and love to end up in B. Right, no. um, that those are the those are the regrets we don't want in this life. Um, we want to be able to say we did everything we could. Right? You talked about you talked about um, the people you've heard talk about God's judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, during the Young Restless and Reformed, yeah, really the first pastor during that time that was really made known because of that was Paul Washer. Mm. That's I'm still a fan. <laughs> put him on the map was talking about the judgment of God. Yeah. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the, yeah, the shocking youth sermon, he says, all of creation will stand to their feet and applause as God rids the earth of you. Oof. Um, Whoa. it's not wrong. It's Revelation 18. Yeah. Or Revelation 18 or 19. I know that because I read it to the mayor of Lubbock <laughs> as he was. Approving abortions. Yeah. Um, the people of God 
stand and worship God mm. when evil is thrown into hell. Yeah. That's a, that's a day of judgment thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and we will... Because his judgments are true. How does it say? Because his judgments are true and just. Um, and the smoke will rise to him for all eternity. And we'll cry out a hallelujah. We cry out a hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. So it is uh, uh, prophesied, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that we will be excited about B eventually. Right now, I think we can be excited about maybe helping A be more filled. You know what I mean? Um, and that goes to some of the hard thinking, hard theology I mean, I, here. Like I said in the sermon today, I think B should weigh heavy on us. It should. Yeah. Yeah. That there are people that, headed for that that don't have to be. Don't, they don't have to be. We can currently still do something about it. We can share the gospel and they could, they could possibly respond and repent and turn to Jesus as their only hope, right? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't finish the book because it got super repetitive, but John, John Piper's book, um, Let the Nations Be Glad, mm-hmm. he starts by talking about missions won't exist in eternity, mm-hmm. um, and that that's something that we get to do now. Yeah. And uh, um, the thing that will exist in eternity is worship, hmm. um, is kind of the premise of his whole book. And after about chapter 9 or 10, it's like, all right, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, Do missions now, worship later, moving yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, But you're right. That's something we get to partake in now. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, uh, I guess for a lack of a better term, a, a glory we won't have later, right? Mm-hmm. Now is the time to to participate in that glory, and later it'll be too late. We'll, we'll have another glory of crying out a hallelujah on God being just, right? Um, but right now. And uh, holy, and, and holy, 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 and holy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, um, again, it talks about the twofold justice, right? Um, mercy and eternal salvation of the elect, and the justice and eternal damnation of the reprobate. So let's let's talk about let's define our terms: reprobate and elect. Go ahead. A reprobate is someone that's predestined for hell. That sounds mean. So, mm-hmm. if we want to look at the dictionary version of that, sure. <clears throat> It's an unprincipled person. It's a, a sinner who is not of the elect and is predestined for damnation. Yeah, that's that's exactly what. Yeah, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. So there are, in fact, we we talked about this during our table time today. Two categories of people, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got your elect, and we got your reprobate, and that's yeah. that's all there is. That covers every person to ever live. Mm-hmm. They're either elect or the reprobate. Um, should knowing that God is sovereign and has things planned out and worked out, should that temper our actions now? No. Why not? Because we don't know. Exactly. We don't know who's elect and we don't know who's reprobate. Yeah. Um, and so we treat everybody like they could be elect. Yeah. Right. Spurgeon said if the elect all had, you know, a yellow, stripes yellow on their stripe back. down their back, he'd be going lifting up shirts, but they don't. So he preaches to everyone. That's right. Just preach the gospel instead. Um, and that's what we're supposed to do. We don't know those secret things of God, right? Um, yeah. Deuteronomy 29, 29. Yeah. It's not been revealed to us, right? We don't yeah. know those things. Secret things belong to the Lord. They're his. They're his, who is elect and who is not. And come judgment day, we'll know. Um, but because judgment day is coming, man, I want to I want to respond to people as if they could be 
could avoid judgment, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, how, that's uh, I mean, how we want to respond. Like, like um, I, I think it was Doug Wilson, maybe Toby Sumter pointed out. I say Toby Sumter because he, I think he was the one reading the book. But uh, the Bloodbot World book mm. is Reformed People. We often don't talk about how Christ was the propitiation for the world, and he'll settle for nothing less than a blood-bought world. Mm, yeah. Um, and so there are people out there that will respond to the gospel. His sheep will hear his voice and respond to it. Yeah. And uh, we have the noble job right now of going and getting them. Perfect. Paragraph three. Christ desires that we be firmly convinced that a day of judgment will come both to deter everyone from sin and to comfort the godly more fully in their adversity. For this reason, he is determined to keep that day secret, to encourage people to shake off any fleshly security and always be watchful because they do not know the hour when the Lord will come and so they will, and so that they may always be prepared to say, Come, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Amen. Man, that's good stuff. Yeah. So, so I think uh, it says Christ's desire that we be com- – it is Christ's desire that we be firmly convinced. convinced that the day of judgment will come. We need to be convinced. We need to, be, need to have conviction that this day is coming. Um, and that conviction will then motivate us, as you were saying today, right, Trev? Mm-hmm. Um, it will motivate us to share the gospel with people. It will help us push past rejection of the gospel, Right. And it'll encourage us and motivate us not to delay because yeah. we don't know the hour or the day yeah. when he will come. Yeah. Yeah. So so we we hang on to those things, right? We hang on to those things for our family members who who maybe, man, we're afraid don't get it. We hang on to it. And it, we, we convince that the judgment is coming. So we, we look for times and places to share the gospel. Um prioritizing his truth right sometimes over feelings right yeah <laughs> um and uh knowing that that this this day is coming and right now you can hear from me right and so so i've got i got four boys and and i have some i don't know what the right word is i guess security in in their salvation but they're young <laughs> right they could prove me completely wrong right um, and so I, I keep the gospel in front of them. Um, and like we talked about today, pushing them to grow in grace. Yeah. Yeah. Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, as second Peter says. Yeah. Yeah. And then here in the discussion time, I got two of them saying, I, I need to read my Bible more. Right. And I got the other two saying, I need to invite more people to church. Those are good fruit, right? Those, th- those are things I can say. Okay. Okay. God is convicting them. You know, and his spirit is working in them, um, to grow in grace, um, to be, inviters to to know his word to have knowledge of his truth that's those are good things you know um and so we we lean into that some but we don't i don't know we don't take it for granted right <laughs> yeah man and i think as we're i don't know i don't know if you do you, do you have any more left on this um section? i got um come lord jesus come quickly amen oh, okay. um Oh, and then sorry. So, so we we lean into that and we look forward to, to being say to saying that. Uh, but also the, the secret day, nobody knows. Like, mm. you want a uh, quick 
quick way to tell if someone's a good teacher they put a date on the return of christ <laughs> they're terrible don't listen to them ever again move on right um but yeah go ahead i was just gonna say as we're as, as we're wrapping up the 1689 this is our grand finale here this is it man um i can't believe we did it guys we who, did it who thought we'd get we here? did it who like, thought we'd be I here i didn't think we could not me uh, not we, me but we did it guys <laughs> crap um we did it <laughs> As, yeah. as we, as we wrap up the 1689, I think reminding people that because that day is coming to, as Peter says, grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord. Yeah. Um, and, uh, continue doing the work, um, finishing the race, mm. being good fighters, mm. um, and, uh, um, uh, keep, keep going forward. Despite, despite hard times, despite times where it feels like our efforts are lacking or even that we're being opposed harshly or, mm -hmm. um, no matter what, keep moving forward. That's good. Let's, let's end it like good Baptists with the, uh, alliteration, right? Oh, yeah, cool. We want to be busy bees, right? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate, I hate how you just transitioned to that. What, why? I just it's hate perfect. it. That you said busy bees, I think is it, why I hate it. It wraps up what you said. No, but I hate it. In a memorable way. Go ahead. Go ahead. Be a, be a good Baptist, a busy bee who is, so be repenting. That's be good. ready. Be ready and be working. Be a busy bee. Thank you for that alliteration. I loved it so much. Um, yeah, that's that's what we're supposed to be doing. So, sixteen one and done. It wasn't we're one finished. and done. It was like sixty and done. We're but we finishing. got here. We made it. We made it. Well done, yeah. good and faithful suckers. Thanks for coming along on the ride, fellas. It's been a great time. It has. It's been this isn't lot. the wrap of our podcast. No, no, no. Just no, no. the wrap up of this season. Sixteen eighty nine. We'll start another. Uh, Another another. Topic I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I hope I hope our listeners <laughs> learned a lot. Uh, what just smoked? And I hope what they smoked a lot of cigars. Maybe? I can't even count how many cigars we had over this podcast. <laughs> At least one per episode. At least. Not you. Okay, I didn't smoke one week because I was sick as a dog. <laughs> you weren't that sick. Was I asleep? Not during the podcast. I didn't remember most of that day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let me start with Leather Rose. I'm on the last quarter, and she's delicious to the last bottom, but I'm whatever. The end of this thing is delicious. Yeah. Big fan. Get you a leather rose. Yeah. Sunday gravy, delicious, still clean, still smooth, no acridness to it, nice leathery goodness. Thanks, Ronnie, for that cigar. I, de I definitely recommend Sunday gravy. I don't care what anybody says. Southern Draw Jacob's Ladder is the best cigar that's ever been made, and nobody can change my mind on that. Um, at least they haven't yet. <laughs> more to accepted, be, <laughs> more to be smoked. Uh oh. Uh, so uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, go to our Facebook group, performing man. Five star review, only five star reviews. If Come you on. have a bad review, I don't want to hear it. Get send out of here. it back. I straight to jail. <laughs> Tell right us away. why on Facebook and and uh, let us redeem ourselves at least. No, That's I don't right. care about your opinion. <laughs> um, also, we have uh, some Reforming Manhood merch on our shop. We got some new stuff, right? Yeah, oh, we get dropped that. The but the church t-shirts and glasses. Shiloh 316 is there. That's yep. nice. And uh, so, yeah, go check out our merch, crossworkchurch.org slash shop. 
All right, fellas, my name's Mike Watt. I'm the Lucha Preacher. I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. And I am Jamie. Come quickly, Lord Jesus Hinojosa. You guys, be sweet. Show Jesus later. Later. See you.